We've got a little crafty thing. I hate the word crafty, but I just used it. I don't know what else to say. Have you seen those? Have you seen the new, um, like the crafty bars? Bars are getting very creative lately, aren't they? they? I just watched a video last night, and I don't even know where it is. It's not here in town, but it's happening in the world. And you can go to these bars, and what you do is you, you know, order whatever you want that's on tap and stuff, and then they have these walls, and you can look at all these different projects that you can make while you're at the bar. And then instead of like bartenders, they have craft tenders that walk around that help you finish your project because you probably can't on your own. But it's like some cool stuff. You can make like journals and like these games and like really funky stuff. Anyway, I saw it yesterday. I thought it was cool. I had to throw it out there. Um, yes, so welcome to our Bring Your Own Chair Night when we're out on the patio enjoying the warmth and all of those things. But none of you are complaining because we've had fires and we're like, yay for rain, yay for rain. Um, we were actually out of town when the whole fire thing hit. That was interesting. We were in South Dakota and we got these text messages. And I hadn't been paying attention to anything, by the way. And I just get a text message from the 911 alert thing. And it's like, hey, evacuations on peak seven. And it's like, and then the next thing was like the town of Breck, pre-evacuation. We had someone staying in our house who we didn't know. We had exchanged houses with them. They were staying in our house. And so we texted them quickly <laughs> and said, hey, just so you know, if you haven't been looking up or paying attention. Um, and they were like, oh my gosh. And they were like, do you want us to get anything out of your house for you? And we were like, well, if it comes to that, yeah. <laughs> like, that would be awesome. Um, but it didn't come to that. Um, I talked yesterday, I did a wedding that was supposed to be outside, and we, of course, had to push it indoors, scrambled. We were at the Breck Nordic Center, and I was up there talking to the owners, who some of you probably know, and she was just talking about the whole idea of thinking about what you were going to have to grab from your house, that idea. Like, what were you going to have to grab? And she was also thinking about her business and, like, how she didn't want this place to go up in smoke or in flames or anything, you know, and, and just kind of how it reoriented her or pulled her back. And she started asking the question, what really does matter, right? What really does matter? Like, what's really important? Like, what would you grab? What do you really care about? And honestly, at the end of the day, if stuff did go up in flames, what do you still have that counts, that's worthwhile, that's a part of you, right? Yeah, right? And suddenly, like, people and relationships and some of these things float to the surface. Some of the things that you work on internally, this whole idea, idea of adventuring inward. What is it in you that's lasting, that's worthwhile, that's there, that you can take with you all the time that truly matters? Now, I wanted to throw it out there tonight. We're going to do something. And most of the time is going to be reserved for that. And we also, because it's so warm outside and sunny, we, we purchased frozen treats. So there's ice cream. We decided to stay away from coffee, hot coffee. We got cold drinks. So it all fits with our theme and really well. Um, well. We'll partake of that and have some music and do something afterwards. But I get into a lot of conversations with people. That might be a shock to some of you. But I get into all kinds of conversations, probably because I enjoy connecting and I enjoy talking and listening and hearing stories and sharing some of my own. I get into a lot of conversations with people, and before long, they're telling me all sorts of things, probably things they shouldn't even tell me. 
And it just happens. And it happens quickly and fast. It can happen in parking lots. It's weird. And then without fail, usually people start telling me about something about their spiritual story. There's like some kind of random thread, some kind of connection. Um, they start telling me about how they grew up and what they experienced and what they've walked away from, what they used to believe, what they no longer believe, how they've kind of stopped this whole God thing and now they don't believe in any of this and here's what they're doing now. All of that really intrigues me. And so I get into the conversation even more and I start asking questions and we start laughing and talking. And before long, I get to mention more to life. And this idea of like spiritual discovery and self-discovery and knowing yourself and figuring out how you're hardwired and some of your DNA and what some of that purpose is and passion. And we start talking and they go, wow, that's really cool. I could, I could be a part of that. I could listen to that. And we talk about the podcast. And so then we share little stories, but that stuff is so fun for me to talk about. Over the past year, we've talked a lot about ideas of love, ideas of purpose, ideas of depth, ideas of struggle. All of it, all of it is the stuff of life that matters, stuff that really matters. All of it is profoundly spiritual, too. And sometimes, like, people just have checked off that box and say, I'm no longer a part of the spiritual things, but... You don't really have a choice because you're living and breathing and you're here and like all of it's spiritual. And so I just wanted to let you know that tonight's no different. We're going to talk about some of those things. We're going to talk about one word, one word, and that's going to be your unique word. And you're going to leave here tonight, hopefully, with a bracelet like this that has that one word on it. That's what you're going to walk out with. And someone here is going to ask me if they can have two because they can't narrow it down to one. We'll talk about that later. But one word, your unique word. About two weeks ago, I was um, down in Denver. I was having car issues. I told Dan today, if you wrote down the activities of my past two weeks, it would sound like a country song for sure. Like the whole just sob story. I mean, seriously. From washers breaking to cars breaking, to my uncle passing, to like so many things have happened in the past two weeks. It's ridiculous. The fire was one of them. I was like, what? <laughs> That's a climactic one. Um, but I was down in Denver two weeks ago experiencing some of those things. And I pulled into this parking lot and I saw this guy on a phone, on a cell phone. And he didn't have any bags and he's just kind of standing there and he's clearly agitated and upset. Um, just a little beside himself talking on the phone. I'm filling up with gas. I end up approaching this guy, and he is looking frustrated, and he's hanging his phone out there. And he's like, I'm like, so hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, I'm on the phone with customer service. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and he launches into this huge story. He tells me about everything that's happened to him for like the past five days. And I was like, oh, that's rough. Like, without going into any of the details, I was like, that's horrible. And I'm like, so you don't have a car or anything? He's like, no. And I'm like, here, here I am. And I was like, well, how's that going to change for you? What's going to happen? You know, like, what can I do? And so we talked a little bit. And he decided that, like, $50 could help him get to the place he needed to get to and make it happen for him. I have no cash. I never do. 
ever. And so at the gas station, I was like, I bet we can go inside and I bet I can get some cash for you. And so I take him inside and I said, hey, do you need a drink? Like, let's get a drink too, like while we're in here. So he got a Coke, I got a Coke. And, shocker. Um, and then we did the whole you know, cash back thing and I hooked him up with some cash. And he was just so over the top thankful, it was ridiculous. Um, I didn't have enough cash. They wouldn't let me get enough back to like really seal the deal for him though. And I apologized to him and I said, I wish I could help you out more. And I'm like, but hey, keep asking people and stand here and there's gotta be some other people, right? Who have kind hearts and, and they're looking to help and you'll, you'll bump into someone. So then we shook hands, gave the quick little bro hug and um, I went on my way. I tell that story because those stories matter so much to me. I don't know like how you're wired or like what your DNA is or what your Enneagram number is or what your Myers-Briggs profile, whatever is. I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you that story because those stories matter to me. When I adventure inward, I quickly stumble into and bump up against helping others. It's like ingrained in my blood and bones and a part of my DNA. Encouraging people, inspiring people, helping people, assisting them, figuring out like helping them see through a struggle or, or being with them while they struggle or helping them see a new perspective, whatever it is, like so deeply entrenched in who I am. Who I am and what I do. That's what it is. It's like being with people and helping them out. Who you are, what you believe, and what you're doing. Sometimes there are very important questions that we pass by. Because life is pretty busy, yeah? Like, seriously. I mean, at one point, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I got the text about the fire, and I was like, I don't have time for this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like life is busy. Like, no thank you, fire. Like, go away. I don't have time to think about what I need to get out of my house, let alone like go do it. But I threw out a phrase, I think it was last year at Mortal Life, it was homo distractus, you know? And I stole that phrase from a brilliant book called Hamlet's Blackberry. But he was talking about the scattered lives we live and how distracted we are. And lo and behold, like we live lives sometimes that are so fragmented and disconnected from what really matters. What really matters to us. And at the end of the day, I think we're all pretty much the same. Like, there are some things that really matter to us. And sometimes we could even write like a list of seven things up and they're all very familiar and collective and similar. Like, they're the same. We're like, yeah, we all like those. But the way we go about those, entirely different, right? Like, because we're all unique and we all are hardwired differently. But sometimes those seven things, we just don't find the time for them. Now, I don't know if you can remember when multitasking was a strength. I don't know if you can remember this. Like, I was in college, and they were like, if you're going to write a resume, if you're going to go to a job interview, if you're going to write an essay, if you're going to, you need to mention how you can multitask. You, this is something that sets you apart, right? The world has shifted, and we're not looking for multitaskers anymore because you're too distracted and you can't do anything and you get nothing done. 
You're too much into multitasking. You've got three devices going like, okay, I've got boys in the back, they're on devices right now. They're smiling. And now the battle in our household has become when you get on one device, only be on one. Don't turn on the TV and put the device in your lap. Playing a game, watching a movie, playing a game, watching a movie, playing a game, watch. I'm doing both. Because like they're they're putting out all the statistics, you know, they're saying like if you're multitasking, it's the equivalent of drunk driving. Like that's how like I mean that's how focused and into it you are. So what we need now is single taskers. We need some single taskers. We need people who put that on their resume. And they mention that and they say, I can dive fully into one thing, accomplish that thing, stay focused on that thing, and get it done. That's what I can do. That's my strength. That sets me apart. It makes me unique. I'm a single tasker. That's what I do. And then I move on to the next thing. Because multitasking, ugh, it's bad, it's bad. So I'm gonna have you consider your lives tonight from the vantage point of single tasking. I want you to think about who you are. I want you to think about what you believe. Because we all believe different things. It's like, when, you, when I say what do you believe, like some people are gonna immediately pull that into like the spiritual realm, and I don't want you to do that. I want you to say like, what do you believe about work? What do you think work is? Why do you wake up and go to it? What do you think you need to accomplish when you work? How does money relate to that? Self-accomplishment, success, how does that relate to it? What do you believe, right? And then throw that into some other areas of life. What do you believe about family? You know, what do you believe about passion? Who are you, what do you believe, and what are you doing? That's the best one. If you could have one question that you walk around with all day long, you could ask yourself, what are you doing? You could say that to yourself. You could hire someone to say that to you. Like, they could follow you around and keep you focused. What are you doing when you're doing that dumb thing that you shouldn't be doing? What are you doing? How does it fit in with who you are and what you believe? Tonight, we, I got hooked on this thing. So it's disregard the fact that celebrities are into it right now, okay? So just throw, toss that aside. Yes, Kanye wears one, okay, all right. But it's not a big deal, because here at More to Life tonight, we're talking about single-tasking your life. And I want you to think of one word. You're gonna come up with one word that you feel like is in your blood and your bones. Something that's in your DNA. Something that maybe you value right now. Maybe you didn't value it last year, but you do now. Maybe it's an area that you could grow in. Maybe it's an area that you could be challenged in. Maybe it's something you just need to see on a daily basis to keep you in that single point of mind. Like that singular focus. Is Tate in the room? Is he back there? Yeah. All right, Tate. Can I share a story about you, Tate, and your bracelet? All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to do this, but I'm going to do it. Tate has a tendency to talk very forcefully. It's like, hey, Tate, could you get that? I will. 
All right, cool. <laughs> hey, Tate, did you know that this? I know. All right, all right. And when he does that, I look at Tate and I say, hey, Tate. And then I say, smile. And he goes. <laughs> and the smile breaks it instantly, you know? And I always tell him that. And so we were talking about this idea of, hey, let's, let's think of one word that you could attach to your body. And you could have it as a constant daily reminder. You could have it there. And this can be a word that encourages you, inspires you, keeps you focused. It can be a word that maybe you want, that you feel like you need, and you're reminding yourself of it. It can be a word that simply reminds you to do something. And so we were talking about all of this. And I said, Tate, what word do you want to put on your bracelet? And he said, smile. Right? Smile. So he's got this little bracelet that he wears that says, smile. I used it on him today. <laughs> it's probably the wrong way to say that. But I was like, hey, you wearing your bracelet? He was like, yes. You know, because he had just said something to his brothers. But what's your word? I told you that story about $10 and a Coke. Uh, the, the money in the Coke that we did earlier with that guy. And um, I don't know why I said that. It's so weird. So the guy that I was at the gas station with, and the, the word that I've got on my bracelet, because the thing that I'm trying to look for in my day, the thing that I feel like is inside my DNA that lifts me up, that picks me up, that keeps me going, and I'm, I need to be looking for it because I'm so distracted sometimes that I fly by people who I could help. My word is foreness, that word we talked about, F-O-R-N-E-S-S. -S. The idea that we should literally be for one another all throughout our day. For me, that's a big thing. I see a guy, he's having a hard time. I'm for you, buddy. Like, what can I do? Like, walk over to him, talk him, engage him, interact with him, see if you can help. That's my word. It keeps me looking. It keeps me on guard. It keeps me focused. I don't know what your word is, but here's what I want you to think about. We're going to play some music. We've got some frozen treats to keep you nice and cool. Um, we've got these little stations, and there are cards over there that you can pick up that ask you questions. You know, They'll help guide your questions a little bit and your thought process and have you zero in on some different things if you want to read the cards. Then we have a nifty little hammer and a really cool stencil set that has the alphabet and a heart. They put a heart. I don't know. But we've got all the letters of the alphabet and a heart. If you want to put a heart on there. I don't know. See? Now we're getting. <laughs> if you want to create a word, cool. Whatever. I can help you make it. Anne can help you make it. If you're feeling crafty, you can make it, clearly. We've got all kinds of colored bracelets back there. And the tokens are on there. And you pretty much just pound away and make your word in the bracelet. You can also use it for a necklace if you want to. I mean, take this stuff off and go throw it on a better necklace or something, you know? String it around your neck. Do something like that. Here's the idea. Use it as your compass. Use it as your compass. I feel like the majority of times in life, I'm looking for like the final destination. I'm looking for like where I need to go. This thing is more about like just keeping you going in the right direction. Are you where you're supposed to be? Who knows? <laughs> Honestly. But are you headed in the right direction? Right? And use that one word. Use it as your compass. 
Use it as something to keep you in that singular focus throughout your day, something that can reorient you, calibrate your day, pull you in. Um, some people use this as what's the next step in your life right now? What's the next step? Don't get so focused on like where you're supposed to be, but just what's the next step? What kind of word can you put on this bracelet to keep you focused on that, grounded on that? Does that make sense? So who you are, what you believe, and what you're doing. What you're doing. I posted some kind of quote on the MTL Facebook page not too long ago, and it was like, are the things you're doing today going to take you to the place you want to be tomorrow? Because like, most of the time, I find that they're not doing that for me sometimes. I get caught up, and I have to ask that question, what am I doing? Ah, oh, I need to change what I'm doing. I need to change what I'm doing. And for me, fourness is a big one. Fourness is a huge one. So we've got the little stations. The other thing you can do is this. If you just want to sit and talk and eat and then like slowly make these things. Over back there with the bracelets is also this little sheet of paper. And here's what it says across the top. Create a personalized daily reminder. Personalized? <laughs> Create a personalized daily reminder of your intent. Your one word for right now and use it as a bracelet or a necklace. And then it says, my word is blank. You get to write your word in there. And then it says, because. Ooh, I like that. If you want to take the time to write those out and leave them behind for me, I would love to know what your word is. You don't have to put your name on it. But I'd love to know what your word is, and I'd love to know why that's your word. Why that's your word, right? So these are back on the table. We've got pens. We've got crafty people behind the tables. It's probably going to get a little loud because we do have to hammer things. Winston, you might be good at this. And then we will create some bracelets for you. If we run out of time or something and you just want to leave us this and say, hey, I didn't have a chance to do it, but here's my word, here's why, and here's the color, and you do put your name on it, we'll find a way to get the bracelet to you. The bigger piece of this is this. I want you guys to get excited about this, especially John, because he doesn't think he's going to do it. But <laughs> like how I put you on the spot. So we purchased how many of these bracelets? A thousand? Oh, yeah. See, I, I exaggerate. Let's say 400. We've purchased 400 of them, and we've got four different makers. All right? So at some point, during the month of July or during the month of August, you're going to see a More to Life email that comes through. And it's going to have a couple of dates on it. And it's going to say, hey, will you join me and John? Because we're going out and we're going to this place locally and we're just going to set up a little table and we're going to have the cards and we're going to have the bracelets and we're going to interact with people and we're going to ask them if they can come up with a word for their intent. If they can come up with a word that says, like, I'm living intentionally, I'm living purposefully, I'm living focused, I have a singular approach to this day. And we're going to create bracelets for people and give them away. Yeah, we're going to do it. It's going to be fun. John's going to do it. I'm going to do it. Guys, get ready for the email, because I want you there. We're going to have conversations with people. Remember, I like to talk. I like to 
engage and connect and hear stories. So if that's you, you're probably thinking, I definitely want to do that. If that's not you, maybe you need to put the word change on your bracelet. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. No. But I would just say, think about it. Think about it. We want more to life. We want these nights to be a gift to you guys and, and to the community. We also want to do things that are considered a gift to the community. Things that we can do, you know? Like, it's good to have intentional, meaningful conversations with strangers and people you know. Because if we set up outside the post office, you know we're going to see people we know. <laughs> right? So what's your one word? Who are you? What do you believe? What are you doing? What do you need to chase after? What do you need to find? What do you need to look for? What do you need to see on a daily basis? What do you need to remember? How do you need to grow? What would challenge you if you think about it? How can you change? What's your next step? What brings you life and energy and love on a daily basis? What's your one word? <laughs>